Baltimore Orioles management decided to suspend Kevin Brown. Let me just say one thing to Baltimore Orioles management. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller, and you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. It's a horrendous decision by the Orioles. I don't know what they were thinking. This is Chris Stropel, and you're listening to Skaters on Baseball, a podcast with balls. Let's play ball. Look out. Here we go. Here it is. This is going to get ugly here. It is. Tony Trujillo, TNT, Skater of the Year. Suckers coming up. Believe that. Believe that. Just want to talk about the way he rides. Mm. If I was going to have to rank Tony as a rock star, if I was going to have to like say which star he was, I wouldn't say he was a Robert Plant. I would say he's more like a Randy Rhodes. I mean, if you watch his skating and you have a, a brain in your head, you understand what type of skater he is. If you look at the whole section, if you take skateboarding, there's only one skater that really stands out right now that skates any different than the way everybody's skating, and that's Tony Trujillo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back with another episode of Skaters on Baseball. I'm Schmitty, along with my friend Christian Cooper. Today, episode 18, this one's for the 1-8 Anti-Hero Zone Skater of the Year, Thrasher Magazine, Skate Rock Survivor. This is Tony fucking Trujillo. Tony, how are you, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm good. It's hot as fuck up here. Oh, I bet. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're chilling. It's uh, kind of just stay inside and do shit before nine or after, you know, six. You were, were when did you start um, being a Giants fan? Straight from birth? Was your family into baseball or how did it go? Yeah, um, I think my family was more Giants than A's because uh, it could go either way, just being in the North Bay. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember having <clears throat> Giants hats as a kid, you know. Yeah, giant giants since since birth. Because my dad was born in San Francisco, and uh, and he grew up there. He was in the Mission District, and yeah, he he's it's hometown for him. So always, yeah. Nice. Do you remember going to games at Candlestick when you were a kid? No, I never went to Candlestick games. I mean, not that I remember or seen photos of. So I don't think we went out there. Cool. You started playing baseball, though, when you were a kid, like Little League stuff? Yeah, I was in Little League, and uh, it didn't last long. It lasted a few years, maybe. I was on a few different teams. I was a Yankee. What position? Well, I wanted to start as a pitcher, right? And, you know, after the the league, you know, I, I went to the next year, and they took the pitching machine out. Uh-huh. And then they gave the kids the ball, and were like, all right, go for it. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is all me. So um, I could throw really fast, but not very accurate. So after a while, I got pulled from being the pitcher. I threw a pitch one time. I think this is the last time I pitched in Little League was I threw a pitch, and the kid went to, like, block himself from getting hit. It went over his head, hit his bat, and went into play. <laughs> and the catcher got it and threw the first. The kid didn't know what happened. <laughs> amazing amazing yeah. so did that that little league experience kind of help out when you had to take the mound at uh oracle no i mean no 
the, <laughs> the years of fucking off like on the road and throwing rocks at bottles you know target practice all right so who can throw a rock through that you know just always been always been a thrower a tosser well talk awesome. about that what what year was that that was before pandemic right like 2019 or something when you uh, t- 18 i think so so what happened vans did a collab with your shoe and giants right yeah uh for the release of it they did the regular colorways for the public and then they did a collab with the giants logos on it black white orange and uh they had the whole thing at the park and all that it's sick yeah how did it come about that you were going to throw out the first pitch though was that a request from you or did they come to you or how'd that go um that was kind of a surprise uh, they didn't really tell me until you know the date was getting closer oh you're throwing out the first pitch and i'm like holy shit. <laughs> and like during that time we were um doing shoe release parties around the world so we were in china and south korea uh vancouver and all over the place but during that time is when they like dropped that on me and i'm like oh shit. and i was on the road and i came home and i was supposed to leave a couple days later for the next one mm. brought my glove and my ball and I was with Matt Bennett out in South Korea and I had the ball and I was practicing with him on the sidewalk and just trying to get ready as much as I could. I didn't get much practice, but I tried. Yeah, you nailed it. I was there. Um, we had like a lot of the Vans riders up in the suite. Uh, you, me, Trixie, the kids, I think Burnett or somebody was there shooting photos. I, what's more nerve wracking that moment or like your next run at the combi contest? Um, they're both pretty nerve wracking, but with the first pitch, I'm not exhausted from skating all day. So uh-huh. like a contest run, I'm already like out of breath and want to vomit. So and then <laughs> the nerves on top of that is like, yeah, the combi, a combi run or something like that maybe a little more nerve wracking just because my body is pretty thrashed and, uh, and then your mind too. But um, mm. when you, yeah, the first pitch just out on the field, there's nobody around you. I mean, there's like the whole crowd and everything, but no one's near you. So you kind of just tune all that shit out. Okay. And like what the person that told me, they're like, okay, once you get up on the mound, like just let it go. I'm like, okay. So everything really just went out the window, like all my audio, sensory, everything. So I got on the mound, I touched the rubber, set and threw. And what's her name that announces? I forget. Rennell. Rennell. I watched the video later and Rennell was still talking, like introducing the collab shoe and me. <laughs> and I had already let it go by the time she finished talking. <laughs> And I was like, shit, I should have waited a second longer. But I mean, <laughs> I was just like, it was that nerve wracking. So I was just like, okay, they said, when I get out there, just let it go. So I just fucking got out there and shot it in there. That's awesome. Who was, who caught your pitch? I don't remember. I still don't know. Smitty, was, do you know? Uh, I have the footage, so I, I don't know, but I kind of feel like it might've been Romo for some reason. Nope. No, it wasn't anyone I recognized. It was like a, Maybe backup, a coach, a backup catcher, or something. Bullpen oh, catcher. Okay. okay. Uh, he signed the ball for me afterward. Um, 
but you know, it's an autograph that you can't decipher. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, Oh man, another big day that happened out, out of that ballpark was the Vans weekend where we had the uh, mini ramp on the barge out in McCovey Cove. Yeah, that was a whole separate time, right? The, yeah, the, and o- Omar went off the ramp into the fucking water and uh, we had the RV there stacked with brews and everything and then the whole crew went inside. You were there, right? Yeah, I was there. Uh, the barge was sick. I was on there skating and I just remember, I think... My board like started to roll towards the edge of the barge and going towards the water. And I was like, shit. And I dove to catch my board before it went in. And I landed on a bolt and it like stabbed me in the side. And I had to start <laughs> for a while with this perfect circle of just stacked on a bolt. But that was a good time. That was sick. I mean, you couldn't beat that. I mean, all of our friends out on the water on barge skating, that was the shit. Yeah. Mike Carroll and Sam were there. Like it was so sick. They're talking about doing that again um, next year, maybe. So we're trying to figure out how to one up that. And Tony Vitella, his first words were, we need a bigger barge. (laughs) For real. I mean, I mean, it's big, it was big enough already, but you could always use more. Yeah. So, so I want to go back to the first pitch for just a second. Schmidt and I were having some fun because we were comparing a bunch of photos of other skateboarders that have thrown out first pitches. Uh, oh, yeah. you're, you're one of the few that actually towed the rubber and actually like did it right. We've got some photos of guys throwing from the base of the mound the and grass. halfway down from the grass. And it's like, no, nah, Tony did it right. So we were, we were posting a couple of those on Instagram and just having a laugh about it and thinking like, yeah, of course that's the way it is. <laughs> I mean, shit, Jake wouldn't have it anyway. You're going to do it. You're going to do it right, you know? So, like, just having watched baseball forever and pitched myself, and it's like, yeah, you got to do it right. You got to do it like they would do it. You're not going to stand there with both feet together facing the plate, you know, just, yeah. You got you to stretch it out. I mean, even if, even if you miss, at least you put a good form effort through but, yeah, that's what I always say. I'd rather do it from the mound and throw the pitch fucked than get close and throw it perfect. Like, it's like, who cares? Yeah. No, you're there to throw the first pitch. <laughs> yeah. we, lost, we lost the game, I think, but I I did my part. I, I, I fucking put my full effort in there. Yeah, it was right down the pipe. I got the, I got the footage. I, I got to dig it up. I forget who caught the ball, but I'm sure it's in there. Yeah. I also have an anti-hero board of yours that I think Novak made the graphic. It's like uh, winners of nothing or something. It's like a full Giants replica. And it has like the, it has the anti-hero logo, but in a giant font. Yeah. Have you had like other stuff? Is that the only one that was like a giant crossover? I feel like you've had like a few things maybe throughout all the years. The one you're saying it has Giants written out like in the font or I mean anti-hero in the font. It, it says, I think it says champions of nothing. <laughs> there, well, no, there was some... like, it was like the year the giants won the world series, I think. And so it was kind of a play on their championship logo. Maybe. Uh, I don't remember that graphic, but I did have another one that was ver- a vertical and it had, it was black and orange. And I think it had an 18 on it or something. It's up oh, right. all of boards, but I remember uh, what we were doing. We were playing the Phillies or something, and I had one, 
of those boards and I like wrote fuck the Phillies on it and that was my setup for that time because just any fucking any good juju I could get you know through the pipeline just you know just just get it out there put it out in space and and let it let it work so yeah the yeah. Phillies at that time yeah it didn't work out too well for Matt Latos when he wrote fuck SF on all those balls and then Posey hit that grand slam <laughs> off him and Cincy, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I was in a hotel room with Jake in Los Angeles when that happened. And it was like, we're celebrating, like go crazy in a room. And we're like, fuck, we're in LA, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was crazy. I remember that. That was like a comeback. They were down, right? They were down 2-0 in that series. Two, yeah. And uh, the the it's such a beautiful moment in baseball, just encapsulated. He hit the ball off the facing where Matt Latos's name was up on the screen. Like the whole <laughs> – you couldn't script it any better. Yeah. You, you can't yeah. write that. That's just perfect. Yeah, it was brilliant. So, so – um, I was working as an artist at Deluxe when you first got on way back when. You probably don't remember, but uh, we uh, we had a laugh. Uh, Ruben got your sponsor me tape back then, and we all crowded into what they called the video room at oh, the old Egbert. Egbert. Yep. And uh, everybody in the whole place was crouched around the VCR watching your tape, and it was insane, dude. And like <laughs> it was like we all just were like, we haven't ever seen anything like this, right? Like just how – it was just raw as fuck and we were stoked. And then it's like, I think pretty soon after that, Mickey grabbed you and threw you in the van and it was on, right? Yeah, I was 14. Was that the footage with the Mohawk and stuff that was in the anti-hero video? Uh, like, no. Or was there, that earlier? There's no sponsor me footage like in any of the videos, I don't think. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was like my son Waylon's age at that time. Oh. when i was getting boxes sent and then um mickey, yeah mickey came to me and then talked to my mom and was like hey we want to get him out on this tour we're gonna do this deluxe tour and i don't know what he said but um she said yes and i got in the van and then that that's history I've been with deluxe ever since it was 98 damn 25 years yeah and that, and that was your first hookup, right? That was the first time that you got anything from anybody? That was the first time I got anything from anybody. And I had already gotten a photo in Transworld with my buddy Isaac, that double-page spread where he's slamming the flash between his legs and I'm doing the front side air. And I'm riding an anti-hero board, but I wasn't sponsored by them at the time. Right, oh. right. Yeah, at Santa Rosa Park. That's uh, uh, Adam's photo, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy times, man. So like, did, did, uh, when they built the Rosa park, is that sort of what accelerated it for you as a kid or were you just going, just going off everywhere all the time, even before that? No, I mean, I, I had some, a quarter pipe in my yard, you know, and a couple jump ramps that me and my dad built and my neighbor had a mini ramp. And, uh, other than that, like I didn't really, there were, I grew up in the country, so there was no like street, anything to skate. And there was no parks. So at that time, when it opened 94, I was, uh, what, 12? Yeah, if my math is right. <laughs> I was 12 when that opened. And then, you know, that was like 10 miles from my house. So, I mean, I couldn't just 
ride my bike there. Right. But my parents would drop me off on a Saturday and I'd skate there for nine hours straight, you know, on the weekends. And that's, that's just got things pumping. It's still there too. We went there when I was up there with you and the ground's a lot rougher, but the whole place is still there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's still there and it's got, it's, uh, it's got problems right now just with some local shit drama. Uh, my buddy Isaac's organizing a cleanup um, this month to just paint everything, fucking just freshen up the entire thing and uh, get it get it back to, like, you know, clean, proper murals on the walls. And, uh, yeah, just try and fucking inch the kooks out of there, I guess. Mm, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about your whole career has had tons of shit. Like you, obviously I think skater of the year has got to probably be one of the top uh, achievements for you, but King of the road, all this stuff. But I kind of want to hear about Marcy. Like that to me seems like one thing that you probably take a lot of pride in because it was a sick contest and Omar won a lot of years, but you got in there and won one too. And uh, I think Wade won one year maybe, but like, that whole era was just like, for me, that's what skateboarding is about. Like the all-terrain vehicles, that shit with like Drahobel and Phil and you and fucking Alan Peterson and everything just going fucking off. Um, could you talk a little bit about that? Like going out there, you painted your face, like the whole thing was just seemed epic. Yeah. I mean, I went out there and I think it was 2002 was the first time. And I'd never been there before. I seen all the old the footage on the Thrasher videos. You know, I grew up watching those Thrasher videos one through six or whatever. <clears throat> and those guys would do those European fucking hell rides. And that one that park like stuck out more than most. And uh when I got a chance to go there, I was fucking ready. It was two thousand two and I felt good and I was fucking young still, I was what, twenty one? Mm. 20, something like that and uh, mm -hmm. I, that was the only reason I went out there that year 2002 I think I just went for the contest and then I won that one and then I went back the consecutive next two years and my placings went down it was first and then like third and then second or first second third I think I got first second because <laughs> the the face paint year was 2005 i got third place ah and uh yeah no i mean it was it was a real skateboard contest at the time it just seemed like us you know it just seemed like us running the thing and we could do whatever we want it wasn't you know fucking televised around the world for everyone to see like uh -huh. people with their phones and shit so concentration was just on what's happening in front of you you know and uh, that that makes a big difference. When you go to a contest now, it's just everyone's on their phones. No one's fucking like engaged in what's happening. So those times are like, those are long gone. It totally sucks because when that's all you have available is you're at the fucking park, you're watching the contest, you have no distractions. So it's like everyone's in it together. And, mm. uh, yeah. It's a it's a vibe. It's sort of an '80s vibe that kind of got lost. Um, 
but I was at the mile high contest and a bunch of these sort of like grassroots contests in the eighties where it felt like it was just us. It was just, this is for skateboarding by skateboarders. It's just our world. Nobody else has infected it. And then it kind of faded out, but then the lower Bob's events have kind of bring that vibe back out, you know, certain things, those Marseille contests, I think are like that too. So it's not totally dead, you know? Um, and it's cool when you come across something where it has that feel again, where you're like, this is what it's supposed to be like. Right. Yeah. That's what we try to do a lower Bob's. Yeah. The Bob's thing is cool. I mean, yeah. It, like it, it, still Daniel. If you've been there, you know, it's totally just like that. It's just us. It's like this whole posse versus the fucking world. This is, this is our little space on the planet, and we get to do whatever the fuck we want right now. Mm-hmm. We're calling the shots. You got fucking cardio, fucking. Nobody's stop. No, it's like <laughs> let him fucking go. Just he kind of like you know he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Just like we all get to do what the fuck we want to do. Right. That's so good. Like more. Besides Bob's, but you know, yeah, let's uh wind down with just talking about this year's season. Have you been following the Giants much this year? Do, do you have any expectations of them? Uh, Shohei Otani, are we getting them next year? Like, what's your vibe on all this? I started watching at the beginning of the season, and we weren't doing so hot, and then I stopped paying attention. That's just what I do, like, if it's not towards the end of the season. And then I just keep up to date, like, with the standings. I just check in on the standings, like, every day, every other day to see where we're at, see where everyone else is at. And mm. so, can we pull this? And then I was watching, what, Tuesday's game where we had six runs in the ninth, <laughs> take the lead. Yeah. And that was pretty fucking exciting. But, like, I, I haven't been able to sit and watch, like, a full game. Mm while i've been renovating my house and i got the kids and like it's just i can't find three hours to just sit and watch a game you know but uh the kids aren't into baseball right like wayland's full-on skateboarder yeah he's full-on skater we had him in little league he was a pirate but up here it's really gnarly like they're this is like what they do the dads that's what they do you know Uh like they're like i go to work and i come home and i coach my little league team and that's my life it's uh it's It's super serious i can't i mean i want we've tried yeah waylon and the other kids it's like i see them getting bummed and like that's not what it's about you're yelling at the pitcher right now (laughs) he's in tears yeah i just don't feel that you know no i'm the same i that's kind of what kicked us out of the whole thing was that mentality i mean it's like soccer moms but baseball dads it's like the same thing you're just like dude let me just fucking have fun i'm a kid i know but it's not like that unfortunately it's like we need to get a real sandlot going to make that happen but uh (laughs) yeah i don't know last i checked the giants were what four games back or something from first yeah, I think they're leading the league uh, for the wild card, and they're like four, maybe five games now behind the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah we lost last night, but um, five yeah. out. But uh, but the snakes are fading quick, and the Padres are now ten or eleven back, which is beautiful. Yeah. So uh, it's not all bad. Christian's going tonight to see Shohei pitch, yep, and going guess 
going Guess tonight. who he's going with? Who? Nash, Salva, and Stropel. Tonight? Yeah. yeah. In, in Anaheim. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So that yeah. should be pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, we were God, we, we were going to go Monday, and uh, and then it didn't really work for everybody Monday. We thought Otani was pitching Monday, and they backed his startup, so now we get to see him pitch tonight, which is going to be nuts. Right. Plan it like that or like switch or no? Yeah, no, we just sort of, it just worked out that way. Oh, we got, we got yeah, lucky. So it. we're going to have a, a big crew of guys and uh, I'm going to be the one Giants fan surrounded by seven Angels fans. About a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it could be Dodger fans. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's a place I don't go anymore since I moved down here. I did when I first got here, but uh, it's just, it's not tolerable and you need a lot more people than an army of one to go there, unfortunately. So I don't want to give that organization my money either. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. It, no, I've never been to, I've never been to that stadium. I've never been to any other stadium. I've just been to Oracle or whatever, ATT. Um, I almost did jump out of the van one time when we were in Denver skating around and we were pulling into downtown across the bridge and all the Rockies folks were walking around going into the game. And I'm like, shit, do I just jump out of the fucking van right now? Like going to, but yeah, that, that park's right next to the skate park. Yeah. It's just right there. I think yeah. we're at the skate park and going skate downtown. And I was like, shit, should I just fucking pop out? And then I'm like, oh fuck, I got shit to do. We got skating to do. Right. Yeah. Well, what's the future hold? You're renovating the house. Are you going to go on the Scotland trip with Joe Brooke and for uh, Antihero? Yeah, I'm slated to go. This would be next Thursday. I leave, and the kids go back to school next Wednesday. So I'll be there for back to school day, and then the next day I'm out. Sick. That sounds like a good one. Have you been to Scotland before? No, I haven't. Yeah, me neither. It looks beautiful. I bet it's going to be a real fun trip. Yeah, that's going to be two this year uh, that I haven't been to because I just got back from Poland. Like oh. So I was in Poland for like three weeks, and then we're going over there. And, yeah, I mean, it's been sucky for travel the past couple of years. And, uh, yeah, I got the fucking call, so – I'm excited. I want to go fucking skate. I'm like two years sober and I feel great. And I'm like, I want to go fucking skate. I'm 40 now. Yeah. I'm like, I feel fine. I feel great. Like I want to fucking go and skate. How was the Thrasher trip? You just went on that one, right? Thrasher weekend or whatever? Or Yeah, Minneapolis. Thrasher weekend was sick. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, man. I was just hanging out with Hits. He drove up from Milwaukee and oh, fuck yeah. Just jumped in his fucking what grandma's like big <laughs> fucking like Lincoln car or whatever it was. And we just listened to metal and drove around and he showed me all the fucking spots and skated with the Vans guys and had a good fucking time. Nice. Yeah. But you got anything else for him, Christian? No, I think we're good, man. Thanks, Tony. Really appreciate you coming on and talking yeah. about ball with us and stuff. It's really a pleasure. Well, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Hey, let Timmy smoke. I love that shirt, man. No, I, I, <laughs> like I said, I'm renovating, so I have like all my bins of shirts like out of my closet because I got to do that. So all my bins of shirts are in the living room. Uh, I, like, I got to fucking go through it and find it. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. 
we're trying we're trying to make a um we're thinking about making a graphic because christian's super good at making these graphics and we want to do one with the driverless car and the cone on it and yeah. it says like prevent this tragedy or something i don't know <laughs> like, go with it just go <laughs> yeah yeah fucking crazy times fuck yeah dude have a good trip in scotland that sounds sick all right i will enjoy for, uh... tell the kids and ashley hello and everything too all right sounds good yep appreciate it all right thanks guys awesome thanks tony all right take care have fun yeah dude. that's a wrap thanks dude Thank you, Marcin. Party on! Yeah. 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 Yeah.